from the Jackson Mahomes Dating Etiquette School. It's shenanigans. This week, it's Ellen with a Y and, <laughs> and Cooper. Hello, everybody, and here's Cooper. <laughs> Sounds like blue. Just squeeze him. Yeah. He'll make a noise. Rich. Hello. Walden. And I'm Craig. Did you see the Jackson Mahomes video now? No. There's a video out from the security cam footage where he just walks up to the manager of that bar, grabs her, and just starts fondling her and kissing her. I didn't hear anything about this. Oh, yeah. He's been accused of assault. That is assault. Yeah, and they have it on video. And his, his lawyer says, I think it's misconstrued. Like She's standing there all by herself looking at something else, and he just walks right up to her and grabs her and kisses her and grabs boob. Wow. Yeah. And then you could see her. That could of, only mean one thing. He knows he's not an NFL quarterback, right? Well, <laughs> he's now he now has the pedigree to play for the Cleveland Browns. So yeah. <laughs> he's only got to do it sixty-seven more times. Right. Sexual assault is no laughing matter. It is not. A, you are correct. Oh yeah, I'm, I might run for office one day, so I wanted that to be on the record. <laughs> what office? That's not going on the know. soundboard. I'll the attendance office. <laughs> <laughs> the office of who's a good boy? I think a boy. So we have a new member of the podcast named Cooper. Yeah. Cooper, he, Cooper, the super pooper. He doesn't talk much. Cooper pup. There's no way he's a super pooper. <laughs> I know. His little, his little poops are so small. <laughs> How like big a rabbit. He? He's the size of a rabbit with no long ears. Yeah, he's probably, I don't know, what does he think he is right now? Six pounds? Something like that? Maybe. A small Six, rabbit. Pounds. So yeah. <laughs> How big is he going to get? 12 to 15, I think they said. Really? Probably. Yeah, right, right in there. Okay. They think closer to 15, so... You probably should have gotten one more filling. You had a black one. I hear they're tastier. Yes. Remember that guy who was only getting black cats out of the SPCA? So you could eat them? And they said, because they, he kept adopting them out of the SPCA, going to get them, going to get them, and they kept giving them black cats. And they're like, sir, you must love black cats. Like you, This is like your sixth cat. And he responded with, these are actually the tastier than the other cats, and he was actually taking them and eating them. Oh. Wow. That's not what they mean by eating pussy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? I don't even know. I was public knowledge and shit. Did it sound like someone threw a walk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's racist! <laughs> You're just jealous because I had the balls to say it out loud. <laughs> Craig, can he chew on this? Yeah, all it was was a candy thing. I'm not sure. I just thought it was weird, so I brought it. And can my puppy chew on your butt, bud? <laughs> he don't even want it. Look at him. <laughs> he knows where it's been. No, he's oh, chewing on the cord. Chewing on the cord. Oh. On the cord. <laughs> well, that's a whooping right there. It's much softer. <laughs> now he's down. Yeah, no chewing on the cords. <laughs> so big NFL news, you were saying that. Yeah, Geno Smith, three years, $105 million. The the <laughs> contracts are insane. That's like $34 million a year. Carr got $140 million For how many years? For four. Wow. With $100 million guaranteed. Jeez. So the rest is like roster bonuses or performance bonuses. Right. Most likely. So we're going to talk about Stefan Diggs real quick, but I need to ask you about how this dead cap fucking space monies work. I don't know If how you trade him away, right? how are you still on the hook if, if you trade him and someone else is paying his salary? Because if, if you paid a signing bonus or something, I don't know. I, I have no idea how it works. But it's cra- So it's like $16 million or $6 million the first year, and then the next year the dead cap space is $24 million. That's, That's just, crazy. It's insane. That's a lot of money. He's not going anywhere. No, they can't. They can't afford to. Could he retire? But then he's still under contract. He couldn't go to another team. Uh, he could go to the XFL. He could. 
and then get into a brawl at the end of the game. <laughs> you don't seriously think they don't have a no-compete clause in their contracts? I don't know. Hockey players do it all the time. And so do those I don't, want, I don't want to play here anymore. I'm going to KHL. <laughs> That's because the owners right. can't read. It doesn't So matter. do those new golfers, right? That yeah. New golf league, LIV. Yep. LIV had terrible, terrible. They finally have a, uh, was it the CW who is covering their yeah. they have a contract now, the CW. Yep. They had literally an eighth as many people watching their golf as the PGA. Yeah. It's it's not about the fans. It's the quality, man. Right. It's the, the players are making more money. That's why the players are going and doing it. That's why they're drawing bigger names is because they're willing to pay them more. But people aren't just going to jump out and watch it. I mean, they're, they're, I don't even know what they're doing differently. I think they're letting them wear shorts. Okay. And there's beer carts. Beer carts? Okay. Goalies. No goalie. Yeah. Beer carts? How can <laughs> Randy Quaid just comes running out? I don't really know if there's beer carts. How, before how, we go could, off the how could there yeah. be beer carts by a Saudi-sanctioned sporting That's a great event? Point. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah, they're not the ones golfing. I, I don't think it matters. They could have random Priuses just driving through the golf course. <laughs> Here you go, infidels. Have some beer <laughs> and bacon. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, bacon koozies. <laughs> so what happens now? With all these other quarterbacks off the table, it leaves Jimmy Garoppolo with some place to go, and then the big name is Aaron Rodgers. Right, Aaron, and that's he should retire. He should retire, absolutely, one hundred percent should retire. I'd be okay with that. Does he feel that way? I don't know because he's hard to read. He definitely does not, based on what I've heard. He doesn't want to retire after his retreat. It was supposed to be four days. He only lasted two days in the dark by himself. Uh, he, he kept seeing interview, and he said nothing about. Retirement. He what retreat are we talking about? Did he go on? He like went one of those? on a sensory deprivation retreat. Oh, he was supposed and to be in a dark room with no light, zero light, for four days. He made it. He made it forty-eight hours. That's he kept going insane. He kept seeing visions of Danica Patrick, which would drive anybody <laughs> insane. <laughs> You'd go bonkers after four days. Come on, you think how can literally? That, how can that be? I don't. I don't understand. Not figuratively that. either. Literally. I don't get it. You're just sitting someplace and having a little quiet time. What's the difference? And it turns out phones were allowed, and he had light switches, so he could just turn on the lights whenever he felt like it. He's a weirdo, man. Great quarterback, but is your, he day, your day's done. Yeah. Your day he's is done. He's not as great as, like, Blaine Gabbert, but he's pretty awesome. Blaine <laughs> <laughs> Gabbert. He doesn't have the staying power of a Blaine Gabbert. Well, he'll, he'll make money somewhere. Same with Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins has been stealing money from teams for 10 years. so He's not that good of a player. Didn't they Bills trade up for him? I want to say they did. I think I want to say they traded up. They Sammy Watkins comes up. Not Sammy Hagar, but Sammy Watkins comes up first. <laughs> He's the fourth overall. Yeah. Yep. It was the Bills traded up to get him. Okay. He was that good decision. awesome. Good decision. He stinks. Can't stay healthy. I know. I think the Bills are kind of in a... I think the Leslie Frazier thing has thrown a huge wrench into the whole mindset at one Bills drive. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. It's who's she? Who's she? Leslie Frazier? Yeah. Is the black dude who is the defensive coordinator? They named him Leslie? Mm-hmm. Like John Wayne. No, he was Marion, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Marion. Yeah. Marion. Always wore a pink shirt. <laughs> we had this running theory that John Wayne was secretly gay, and mostly it was to piss our father off. But also, some of it rang true. His first film was Navy submarine movie called, what the fuck was it? Men in 
Tights. Not men in tights. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. But it was it was a Navy movie about men trapped in a in a submarine. He always wore a leather vest. It was a little chappy, you know. <laughs> and uh He was in the Quiet Man. What's wrong with the Quiet Man? It's the manliest movie he ever made. He didn't have to overcompensate with a gun. He didn't shoot anybody in that movie, did he? <laughs> Don't tell him. Men without women? Men without women! How is that not a gay porn title? <laughs> Where the boys aren't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sorry. In nineteen ninety, John Wayne movies could be seen somewhere, someplace, every hour of every day. Yeah. Like right. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he that didn't didn't he have like thirty pounds of feces in his colon or something like that? Was that like an old wives' tale where he Doesn't was? Doesn't everybody? So, I don't know. Maybe. Did he die? How did he die? Colon cancer? I have no idea. I'm sure it was some form of cancer. Stomach cancer. Oh, there you go. Same thing. <laughs> he finally got tougher than life. Yeah, that's right. Shane. Was he in the movie Shane? No. What was the movie he was in where, well, there's a million of them. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was he in? He was in a ton of movies. I know. Too. I was trying to think of the one where. Uh, His first movie was in 1926 called Brown of Harvard. He was a uh, football player. He was actually a stuntman for several years before he actually got, like, an a acting role. They knew because he was just big and tough. And they said, you know what? We're going to bring him to the prime time. His first but don't tell people movie as a non-extra was Words and Music. He played Pete Donahue, and he was credited as Duke Morrison, which goes the Duke. more credence to your gay thing. Duke Morrison is a gay porn name. <laughs> and we're going to get so much fucking hate on this one <laughs> These are just the conversations we had They irritate my father oh. <laughs> There was a couple more But I can't think of them off the top of my head We never wrote any of this down I don't know Your dad a was a big bl- John Wayne fan though. Oh yes Really? We had a John Wayne poster hanging in our living room My dad wasn't really a poster guy But we had a big picture of John Wayne Before that it was Carol O'Connor from All in the Family, and Mom finally convinced him to take that down. The John Wayne went up right away instead. No Raquel Welch or Sophia Loren? No, he wasn't tunneling through the wall or anything. That's where I was going with it. That's what I was thinking. Rita Hayworth. Right. Well, she had a picture of Clark Gable from... And Vivian Lee. And Vivian Lee from Gone with the Wind. And so he was countering Monkey Face, was what he called him. Clark Gable's Monkey Face. Ah. That's ah. like... My grandmother and my grandfather loved John Wayne, but he was a very distant second to any Elvis movie. Yeah, yeah. Elvis movies were a big deal in my grandmother's house. Well, John Wayne couldn't sing. Are you sure? Did, what did he ever sing on camera? I don't know. I don't know. Was John Wayne ever in a musical? I'm gonna say no. I don't think so. The man can barely talk. <laughs> did John Wayne ever sing in any of his? Yes, he was promoted as the singing cowboy. The Singing Cowboy. Uh-huh. Which, again. <laughs> that was the prequel to, uh, what is it? The, the Ballad of Buster Scuggs. Buster, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually watch that. You did or you didn't? I started to. I, uh-huh. I couldn't make it through. They, they were four different shows. Oh. It wasn't the same one. He sang a duet with Oliver Hardy in The Fighting Kentuckian. Okay. Well. And he sang a song called Titwillow. In the movie The Shootist. Yes. I remember that. The Shootist was a great movie. That had uh, that had Opie in it. Really? Yeah. Little Ronnie Howard. Yep. Is that did the it, one where he throws him in the river? Weird looking brother Clint? No. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
is Clint Tower. He's a freaky looking dude. He still is. That oh, guy's yeah. been in so many acts. Like he's been in so many movies. Yeah. Anything Ron Howard's directed. Yeah. Right. And before that too, because other people had him in stuff too. You know. He was in Seinfeld. Yeah. Was he in Seinfeld? Yeah. yeah. He was in Apollo 13, if I remember correctly. Yes. Anything Ron Howard is involved in, Clint also is involved. It's given. Was he in Arrested Development? Yes. What the hell was he in Arrested Development? I'm trying to remember. Some minor character that showed up. I want to say so, yeah. I agree. Just side note, is uh, insulation bad for a dog? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's fiberglass, man. Huh. This is on the word glass. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. He looks <laughs> not okay. cotton candy, man. He looks okay. It doesn't taste like the Pink Panther either. <laughs> you already taught that dog how to count? That's amazing. <laughs> like Mr. Ed. <laughs> Wilbur. Should I have said DiMaggio? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That was a good one. The hell were we talking about? John Wayne singing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't remember seeing the Kentuckian or the Shootist. So I watched the Virginian though. That's a good show. Ever watch that series? Nope. Cowboy. That and the the Tales of Wells Fargo. All good cowboy shows. I like the Rifleman back in the oh, day. Chuck Connors. We're, he was, early was he was a football player, I think, yep. wasn't he? Yep. So he was tall, like six seven or something like that, I think. He was a big hey. dude. Uh what else? What other westerns? Oh. The Cisco Kid. Lone Clint Ranger, Eastwood. the man who shot Liberty Valance, was a oh, was yeah. a John Wayne movie. That was a good one. The Good, uh, the Bad, the Uglies. Yeah, the, yeah Clint Eastwood. Can't go wrong with Rooster those. Cogburn was a really good John Wayne movie, but he was really old and curmudgeonly by then. Uh, it was uh, they remade it? What the hell? Can't think of the actual. Which movie did they remake? Uh, the one with Rooster Cogburn. Wasn't there two that he played Rooster Cogburn? Maybe. Yeah, I think there was a movie called Rooster Cogburn as well. But then they remade. Yeah, it was in 1975. It was based on the Western novel True Grit. True Grit. Thank the you. The film is the sequel to the yeah, Rooster Cogburn is the is the sequel to True Grit. Yeah, True Grit is they remade it with uh, Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Man, that's pretty cool. You guys remember that? I don't remember any of those movies. I remember <laughs> we the, were inundated with them. Yeah, we watched the only Elvis the movie I remember was one that was set in Hawaii. Blue Hawaii is that what it was? Hawaii. Yeah, blue that's Hawaii. the only one I remember. Right. Oh, what about the one Viva Las Christmas Vegas special Viva though? Vegas and he's talking about a blue, 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 blue Christmas. You're gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. He was in a lot of movies. Holy cow! He was. You guys ever heard my Elvis impression? No. You ready? Yes. <coughs> Dead. <laughs> That's also his mama Cass. <laughs> Coincidentally. I'll tell you who it wasn't. It wasn't Karen Carpenter's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're a sick bastard. I made that joke and you're still a sick bastard. <laughs> I just watched a special on Karen Carpenter. What a what a terrible story. I always knew her as the singer from the Carpenters. Sure. She was first and foremost a drummer mm-hmm. and an amazing yeah. drummer, mm-hmm. like phenomenal. Really? Yeah. And just didn't like herself, huh? Yep. Do they know what's the, what, what it rooted from? Child abuse, anything like no, that? No, her parents seem to be very supportive. Oh, well, that'll do it. They covered that uh, Kermit the Frog song, right? To be green. Why do birds... <laughs> Suddenly up here. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> you are near. 
We have a special guest tonight. Hi, <laughs> Neho. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> KTF in the Hizzle. For the longest time, the Muppet movie was my favorite movie. Moving right along. Yes. Footloose and fancy free. Doc Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> Fill her up. <laughs> and anytime, who was that? It was a Bernadette Peters in that, right? She was in The Jerk. Yeah. Or is it Madeline Kahn? It was one of them. Was in what? The Muppet movie. But what, don't they have like a dozen yeah, movies Bernard now? Yeah, Peters was in there. That's my thought. I mean, her tits were. That's all I noticed. Uh. <laughs> yeah, even at 12 when I first started watching the Muppet movie, I'm like, yes, please. They yes. didn't show boobies, boobies. No, just... she's never posed naked. See? That's style and class right there. It's a lost opportunity is what it is. She had gotten that shit documented when she was young. It's probably documented somewhere. Just, you know, someone's going to have to do the whole fappening thing again. <laughs> but that's bad. Don't do that. Do not hack into no. other people's telephones. No. Especially mine. You have, like, no. naughty you pictures of your yourself? Phone. Yeah. I have nothing on my phone. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I got nothing on my phone. Yeah, don't well, just, 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 just my Just my uh, history. <laughs> your search history? Yeah. <laughs> Now my phone pictures are getting filled up with dog pictures. I'm I just turning into I that need, guy. I just need somebody to be so angry at my death that they smash my phone. Oh, oh. Why did you have to take him, God? Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Those the, the search history says suggested by Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. 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 Don't no, 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 don't no. go into incognito mode because <laughs> that one we're gonna. That's how they get you. That is how they get you. You know how else they get you? I I know it's earlier for that's how they get you. But so we had insurance on our cell phones, uh-huh. and we got a new cell phone for Josephine. So now we're filled up. We have seven phones. So the insurance that we have no longer is covered. But what they were doing was it was fifty dollars a month. So it's a thousand dollars a year to have. Insurance on your phone. The phones cost a thousand dollars, but there's a two hundred dollar deductible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Put your money aside. Put fifty dollars in the bank, and if something happens, exactly. Uh, but nobody can do that. They'd rather give it to somebody because they can't save money. These numbskulls. That's what everyone said. You're not going to do your uh, your mortgage with an escrow anymore. I'm like, no, I'll just pay my taxes. Well, how do you know you're going to have enough money at the end? Because I save what my yeah. thing is. Open up a second account and put 200 or 300 a month on the side. Go there or whatever you're going to do. So what I did was our, let's say, I'm going to throw easy numbers. Our taxes, all the taxes are $5,000. Slightly more than that. Mm-hmm. But so I took, so took the number 5,000. Divided it? By 10. Oh. Divided it by 10. So it's $500 a month. And I dumped that into an account. And at the end of the year, I have more money than what my taxes were, but I have room for growth. That's in case smart. my taxes go up. That's the way to do it. Bacon for mayor. No way. No one, no one would vote for me. No, people don't like you. It, I, it's exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, you ain't lying. I know. It's the truth. <laughs> oh, you know what? At, at uh, a 50th birthday party, I was at last week or two weeks ago, I took a picture with, uh, what can we say his name? I don't know. Jason Duell and, uh, and, okay. and the other, uh, who did it? Who did I graduate with? Um, you didn't graduate with Jason. Jason no, than you. but the other kid, the redheaded kid that I went to school with, I can't remember his name. Eric Wagner. Yes. No, it's not him. It's a different name. Okay. But those two guys were at, like they were at the at the bar and they were stuff like that. So Jason's wife was there. I said, "Hey, give, I said, let me get a picture. I want to get it. I said, I want to be in the middle of of the two biggest assholes in Lockport, New York, right now. <laughs> you know. And then we started dying because they know I like those guys. They get yelled at. Clayton. Oh, Clayton. Yeah. 
So they get yelled at all the time when they people want to do stuff like. Every time I hear, as soon as somebody talks about building something in the city, it always starts out with effing Jason, you know? But Clayton's a nice guy. Clayton, so is Jason. Jason's a great dude, too. They're good yeah. people, man. They just make me laugh because they go through, you know what? I think, man, if you got the, I, I always got along with everybody. How can your driveway be too wide? Because it's, it's your property. It's concrete and there's, there's a green space requirement. You got to have a percentage of your you property. You have a ton of green space. No, I'm actually over my coverage. I can't add anything else to my yard. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Your yard is bigger than my yard. Uh huh. So how do I have enough green space and you don't? I have you no didn't idea. get permits. <laughs> I did. We installed a pool. The pool got doesn't enough. count as coverage. Pool's temporary. And if I had not made, in my house, in, <laughs> you tell Tammy it's temporary. If I had made my driveway blacktop, it wouldn't have mattered because blacktop is considered temporary. Yeah. Concrete is considered permanent. Which is silly. What? Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I'm going through. But I'm going to do all concrete when I do mine this summer. You got a lot of green space, though, so it shouldn't be yeah. any problem. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, but it was for two months. It was a go-around with mm-hmm. the city. Dummies. Like the time they, the code enforcement officer gave me a ticket because my grass was too high because I wasn't able to mow the lawn for over a week because there was still standing water from that huge rainstorm that we had. Remember when we had the four inches of rain in 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. My backyard was flooded. Yeah. And it was, the grass was high. It was definitely high, but I couldn't mow it. Yeah. So I got the ticket. So I got my canoe out, set it in the puddle in the middle of the yard with my lawnmower on the back of it, of it mm. my, dragging my lawnmower, and took a, had my daughter take a picture of it, <laughs> and I took it in to the, to the, court, the courtroom. Did they drop they, that? They dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff is just unreasonable. Like, I can't, my, my lawnmower doesn't work underwater. No. No, it needs oxygen. Me, I thought once in a while I had bad stuff happen here, but yeah, there's, they don't bother me over here. No. The problem is I live on a corner, yeah. so you can see absolutely everything. So the law is in the city you can't park in your front yard. If you live on a corner, you can't park on your side yard either. So I can't park in my backyard because it faces the street. You can't park on your lawn? No. Oh, I park on my lawn all the time. No, you're not supposed to park on your front lawn at all. Yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. So I used to pull my car into the yard to wash it. And nope, got a ticket for that. So if you're washing your car... Yeah, that's where I wash my truck all the time. Is in my front yard. I park on my front yard and I wash everything and I and let it dry. Any water in the grass? Any, any water in the grass? That makes yeah. Sense. You know, it doesn't. That, that seems. I don't know. It's insane. I, but tickets like me, like you're different. Like we handle things differently. Like you get angry and mad, and I would just laugh. <laughs> what <laughs> purpose does that law serve? It's a beautification law. Yeah. To park on your lawn. You're not supposed to park on your front yard because it detracts from the beauty. Rich, of the- stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so we're going to have to cite you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly you, gave, you either got to get a, jo- a job working from home or go to jail. <laughs> they gave my asshole neighbor, the guy I don't like, a ticket. He was getting his roof redone. So they had the dumpster sitting in his driveway, and he was on his front yard by about two and a half feet. And they gave him a ticket for parking on the front yard. And I'm like, that's. I don't. I can't stand the guy, but that's fucking bullshit. That's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Because now, if you're doing a project in a job and you're doing something that's temporary, right, right, that's not going to be there forever. They're doing work, and that's how they can get it on and off. That's, it's obvious that he's doing work. So yeah. why, you know? And meanwhile, the landscapers park wherever the fuck they want all the fucking time. Right. Yeah. Blocking up traffic. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Right in the right in front of the no parking signs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't ever get a ticket. Never. It's preposterous. Yep. Yeah, it's apostrophes. <laughs> if the 
If Did I say that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wondering. <laughs> Take that back. It's <laughs> morning. <laughs> <laughs> That turned into a giant bitch session. Yeah. <laughs> is that all CTR? Mm, probably most of it. Huh. Well, then that title isn't going to work. The rich stay inside bit has to stay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a new place to eat. I don't know if you've ever been there. The Stone Jug in Youngstown. No, I haven't even heard of it. Oh, it's, they call it the, it's also called the Ontario House. It's right... If you go out 93, as soon as you get to... Main Street in Youngstown, make a right. It's right there in the corner. I mean, it's right there. Hmm. Oh. I don't spend a lot of time in Youngstown. Okay. Me neither. Cooper. We came out after dark, and uh, we were in Niagara Falls to begin with because mm. the girls were in All County. So we decided to take them out for dinner. So right. we went up to Youngstown, and it's dark when we get out. And Josephine goes, What's that over there? I go, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, We're that close to Canada? I'm like, Yep. Yep. Get spit on it. They had good food there, though. And it wasn't crazy expensive. Another. That's always a good thing. Yep. That's a good mix. Good and affordable is. I think for the four of us with tip was 60 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, I thought it was really good. You were just the tip? Uh oh. Uh -oh. He's he's crying. He's going to jump. Don't jump. Nobody wants to be on the casting couch. Nope. (laughs) He'll land on his feet. He's not a cat. Let him jump off now. He's going to weigh 15 more pounds later and actually hurt himself. There's some kind of bone that they want to mature before you take them on any kind of lengthy walk. Oh, I thought like they were concerned about your health. Don't go on a long walk with a dog. <laughs> I got new for you, man. I walked like a mile before. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? In total? In total. In a row. <laughs> a tenth of a mile a day for the last ten days. <laughs> Took me forever to get home. I didn't check my steps today. You check your steps? Are you trying yeah, to I check my steps Are you trying to lose weight? No, I'm just trying to see how far I walk. Oh, it was, yeah, I was real loaded. Do you do a lot of walking at your new job? I'm on my feet all day pretty much. Yeah. yeah. They say that 11 minutes of activity a day will help prolong your heart health. Now we're probably going to want to do 22 minutes then. Because you smoke? No, because <laughs> our genetics aren't so good <laughs> <laughs> with the ticker. No? No. Yeah, well, mine either Tickers no. are okay. Mm, just everything else that's falling apart. Dad, Dad had a, a heart episode. Okay, but he also got exposed to Agent Orange and yeah. other uh, things. A mild cardiac episode. We we aren't yeah, dealing with. I was defoliated, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> Genetically defoliated. Damn you, Vietnam! <laughs> exactly. For generations, it's just still affecting us all. Yeah, because grandchildren of veterans who are exposed to Agent Orange are eligible for benefits and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I haven't seen that check. No, you got you to go do it. all the work yourself. Yeah, it's a, it's stack a process. of paperwork about this big. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. My dad, our dad, did yeah. a lot of that legwork for all the vets. He was a, what's the what's the word? A, a advocate. Advocate. Well, he was an advocate. He was a proponent. He was a, he was a lobbyist. He, he was actively, like, Lobbying the government to make these the benefits that they made eligible for Vietnam veterans yep. exposed to Agent Orange, like readily available. And when he died, my mom was talking to somebody from the VA and said, "You know, he has all this paperwork I can send to you." And she did. And the guy's like, "I've never seen this already completed by somebody who was still alive. Wow. This is amazing." Holy cow! You know, it was stuff like. The government 
you got to write 10 letters to get a copy of just to fill it out, you know? Right. He did all that stuff. So before he has to leave, is there anything we really need to talk about on here? Oh, the first article. The I first had, article? I had him in mind very yeah? specifically. All right. Go for it. What is this article about? No. No. Yeah. You got the you, wrong one. You baby. have been missed. What's <laughs> <laughs> about the ginger murderers? So... O.J. Simpson gave his take on the ongoing Alex Murdaugh double murder trial on Thursday as jurors in the case began their deliberations after weeks of testimony. The jury will deliberate whether Murdaugh, 54, is sent to prison for possibly the rest of his life. He was. If he did it, this is how he would have done it. Yeah. (laughs) Dozens of witnesses have taken the stand over the last six weeks. Uh, Simpson was among the armchair quarterbacks who weighed in with his thoughts on the trial. He rambled for more than three minutes on a Twitter video. And this is the part where you come in. All right. What happened? <laughs> Are you going to read it? There's a whole article there. I mean, I can read it. I have eyes. <laughs> I know languages. So <laughs> I'm OJ. <laughs> uh, he's, going to, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there because I got nine to, 11, nine to 33 years because I caught some guys trying to steal my property. And I yelled at them. And even... The, and even they think I shouldn't go to jail. And the judge gave me nine and 33 years. I'm trying to see what this guy is going to get. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> God. Oh, this is so wordy. Yeah, it's so good. I was up there with guys who would rob casinos and rob banks two to three times. And they had half the third time of what I got. So I'm also curious to see what kind of time these guys get with stealing millions of dollars. When I call guys stealing my stolen property, they stole my stolen property. (laughs) I mean, because I loved it, right? (laughs) The state of California, after I was convicted, ruled it was my property, and they gave it to me. So I have have it now, and I'm hiding it from the Goldmans. (laughs) So how do you go to jail for catching guys who are trying to steal your, trying to sell your property? Uh, no, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, before you leave, I want you to see this, too. This is this is the video. Let me start back over here for you. Oh, my God. He just walked up, grabbed her by the neck. Yeah. Straight up flip. Fresh she's up trying to push his hands off her. her. Wait, I want to see. Flip it over. <laughs> now she's going to go after him. Like, what the fuck, dude? Is that on the YouTube? It's on the Twitters. We'll start over here. This is the Jackson Mahomes video. What a piece of shit. I don't know. Grimacing or smiling? I'm not sure. She's got to adjust herself, though, because he was... Now he's back. And see, she keeps pushing him away. Yeah. It's In the weird. words of Billy Madison, that's assault, brother! <laughs> so what's going on with him? He's getting arrested for all that and stuff? Being charged with assault or going to try to charge him with assault? Who knows? They're going to try to? Who knows what they're going to She gonna was do. like a pretzel walking down a sidewalk. She got assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Johnson used to live in the Bengal Stadium. Chad Ochocinco, that's, yeah, he saved a bunch of money. For two years. He should have just switched to Geico. (laughs) (laughs) He said he saved 80% of his money, of his earnings he saved. He said, I see no reason to buy a big flashy house, a big flashy jewelry. He's like, I never bought a a piece of jewelry, you know? He did, but it was fake. He said he he wore all fake jewelry. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's him and Gronk, they're pretty smart. How do you live in the stadium? It's got all the amenities there. It's got the kitchen. It's got the living room, PlayStation. Showers. Yeah. Showers. It's got everything. It's got everything you need. Don't they kick you out when you have been there too long? No, they'll never kick you. You get a swipe card. Yeah. He just never swiped out. <laughs> and what do you do? Sleep right on the couch or do you have a bed installed there? 
probably had like a flip out couch or something like mm-hmm. that. Would be my guess. Yeah, and they have washing machines and stuff there. So, so. did the team know that he was doing this? Man, at the Chad's time? the first yeah. one in and the last one out, man. That's dedication. So impressed with his work ethic. That, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. No, because even his coach let him do it. It read that, that his coach let him do it. And after Nobody's the second say year. no to him at that point in his career. Well, it still is only his first. Oh, no, you're going to lose your, your Mr. Wow. Miyagi thing. <laughs> you want a cough job, Cooper? <laughs> Ricola. Cooper wants something to chew on. I know. Can you please? Since you're Excuse leaving. me while I whip this out. You did. did you see? So they had an interview with Wanda Sykes. They're talking about History of the World Part 2. She wants to make That's on tonight. I thought a I sequel. No, April 16th. Oh, I thought it was March. No, April 16th. She wants to make a sequel remake of Blazing Saddles. A sequel or a remake? Well, it would be a sequel remake because everyone, would be, all the characters would be different, but still playing. So it'd be like a rebooted sequel. If that makes sense. Sense. I mean, it can be a sequel with different actors. Right. So she wants to play Sheriff Bart. What? Yeah, she wants to play Sheriff Bart. Okay. Wanda Sykes has really high aspirations. Like the Daily Show, uh, the guy Trevor Noah re- left the show, and now they're they have this rotating schedule of celebrities hosting. And they're getting like three night stints. Uh, Hassan Minaj is doing a week right now. She did her three days, and I was, I was totally impressed at what a professional job she did. And it wasn't good enough. I agree. <laughs> also, go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm See you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for the guitar lesson. Good night, Walden. If he keeps leaving early, he's gonna come back to no liquid in his football. Right? You're too young to drink. It'll be deflated. So yeah, I like Wanda Sykes as Wanda Sykes. Right. She she is not going to be a good correspondent for The Daily Show or host. I liked her like years ago when she was on maybe the Drew Carey show or something. But after that, I think I never was a big fan of hers. She's okay. Yeah, that's it. She's, She's okay. okay. Sometimes she has some interesting perspective. Yeah. And she can be funny, but it's not consistent. And I would not trust her with Blazing Saddles. No? you got to get Chappelle on there. That would be awesome. Oh, right. Chappelle, yeah. And playing. I think Chappelle would be a great sheriff. I think he'd be a great sheriff. And yeah, directing or stuff like that. I think that would be. And whatever off-color stuff was said would be fine because he's doing it. You know. Yeah. Anybody else? Who's it would the be. guy from uh, whose line is it anyway? Colin Mockery. No, the black guy. Dwayne. No. Wayne. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Wayne, get Wayne Brady involved in that shit. That guy's yeah. funny. Yes. So why don't you give us some articles there, buddy? Uh, I'm all out of articles. I thought you were. I thought you were reading them all. Am I speed rounding? Is it already there? Or? We're at 45 minutes already, so. We got lots of time there. No. We we know that Mike Tyson has his own line of cannabis coming out. All right. Okay. Now, apparently, Ric Flair is getting involved. He's going to be. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? He's going to be the face of erectile dysfunction, which used to be. Oh, fuck. What was his name? The The Republican. With a bad hand. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Dude, the picture, when I'm scrolling on this thing, they talk about the Ric Flair to be the face of cannabis for erectile dysfunction and Mike Tyson link up. I scroll down, the first picture I see is a big picture of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I don't see Greta Thunberg. They must be showing you a different ad or something. Must be. Because you have different cookies. So, yeah, the company providing the product that belongs to that of boxing icon Mike Tyson and the pair of Previously been filmed smoking the substance together. 
which I've seen that video actually. Uh, last November, the former boxing heavyweight champion's premium cannabis brand and Ric Flair Drip, Flair's cannabis line, announced they were joining forces under a new parent company called Kama Holdings. Karma Holdings. Uh, Flair shares the same passion for weed as Tyson, who will help to tackle a problem that 52% of men suffer from, according to The Sun. I guess 48% of them aren't suffering from it. They enjoy it. I don't know. Uh, during a chat with Busted Open Radio, Flair admitted his knowledge on the possible medical benefits of marijuana is small, but explained his excitement for his new role. Blah, 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 blah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do it, too. So the National Cheerleaders competition was, was this last week? Yeah, I saw this article. It's pretty cool. February article. 17th. So they had a team... Small town cheerleading squad, only four cheerleaders. Three of them bowed out. One of them just went ahead and did it all by herself. You should have seen how she got to the top of the pyramid. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Her name is Katrina Cahal, and she's from Nebraska. Uh, Moral High School. It's not something I would normally do by any means, but I didn't want to end my senior year on a low note, she added. I guess you could say I wanted to go out with a bang. But she settled for doing a, a cheerleader routine by herself at the national championship. And because of the situation being what it is, they actually had her go up first. And all the other cheerleader squads like came out and cheered her on the supporter and stuff like that. 115 um, other teams. Yeah. Versus just her. <laughs> I don't know how she placed, but, you know. I was it, look, trying to look for it. At I that point, it. it doesn't really matter. It's uh, an honor to have participated at that point. There was and like she's a, there was a super tall. I know. I was looking at her next to her mom, going, "Holy cow!" Is that her mom or the the uh, coach? She says her coach. Super she tall. is tall. <laughs> I watched a oh yeah, it's her coach. I watched a video where at the halftime of a basketball game, you could win ten thousand dollars if you could make a putt, make a a free throw, a layup, a three pointer, and a half court all within twenty five seconds. And a seventh grader did it, and both basketball teams on the benches cleared to come out to congratulate him, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that well, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be awesome. And to sign him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. I can't can even have reach all three of those locations in 25 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to YouTube that. That sounds interesting. I'm sure that's on YouTube. <laughs> Craig, where's your favorite place outside of your home? The library. Guess what? What? You're not alone. Finally. It finally happened. It's all the pandemic's fault. But in 2019, more people went to the library than went to the movie. It's never happened before. Now, libraries did not generate $40 billion in revenue. So what the fuck are they doing wrong? <laughs> yeah, we got to do some kind of hook to help libraries out. Yeah. You're not kidding. More, yeah. uh, more, more rated our books. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's what they're trying to take out now. Anything that they're trying to do. I don't want to get political. Not Florida. They can't read anyway. Everywhere. Every library is under assault by left-wing and right-wing provocateurs, and they just want their stuff only. Don't use library words at us. We're not in a fucking library. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> provocateurs. Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> he can't even spell that. It's got the little French thingy on it. I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> I'm in a glitch right now just trying to. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Pro means they're for it, right? Tin yeah. man. Fuck Tin Man. What glitch. That? that wasn't the guy's name was Glitch. I just assume not remember. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, visiting the library remains the most common cultural activity Americans engage in by far. The average 10.5 trips to the library. U.S. adults report taking in 2019 exceeds their participation in eight other common leisure activities. Americans attend live music or theatrical events and visit national or historical parks roughly four times a year on average and visit museums and gambling casinos 2.5 times annually. Trips to the amusement park or theme parks 1.5 times, zoos 0.9 times are the least common activities among this list. In 2019, more people used libraries and library programs than attended the sporting events of the NBA, the Major League Baseball, and the NFL combined. Man. Are libraries pet friendly? Some of them are. It doesn't matter if they're giving out free drugs. It's the only explanation. Uh. <laughs> Literally. Hear him. Literarily. He's not happy with you right now. Yeah, he's really fine. You take a little nappy nap. Oh, this is the other other article I wanted to do with Walden here. I'll, uh, Which one's that one? We're tabling the... We're tabling the... the hell? What? Is that the one you wanted to do my, with him? No, my phone came... Or my laptop came unmuted for some reason. Is that the article you wanted to do with? No. Okay. No, we're gonna, we're not going to do the one about um, the, the car patent stuff. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's a strip club in Fort Myers, Florida that... Uh, Got damaged in a hurricane, so it's been replaced <laughs> temporarily on the beach in front of the former strip club. With a wedding tent. With a tent. So the strippers are pitching a tent, just like the attendants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been set up where fantasies at the beach stood before uh, Hurricane Ian destroyed the building. People are just finding out about what's set to open in the tent on Friday and telling uh, people how they feel. A strip club in a tent. That's not something I've ever heard of, said one of the uh, residents. People said they've been wondering what this tent would be used for. Everybody needs a job, whatever your job may be, but it is a shocker that they're doing it out of a tent. And in a related story, a Florida man found a massive 200-year-old clam on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue. Nice. (laughs) Apparently, there's several massive clams on that beach. Your articles do crack me up, though, when I find these things. <laughs> yes, a Florida man found a, a clam that turns out to be uh, from the same year that Abraham Lincoln took a shit. I don't know. What how was can it? they tell how that if it's a really 200-year-old clam? They count its rings. They count the rings. <laughs> I didn't actually read the article, so I don't know exactly. But um, it was more than 200 years old. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can eat it at that point. Is it still okay? It says he made chowder out of it. Oh, they were planning to cook it, but realized it was more than 200 years old. So Blaine Parker told the Tallahassee Democrat that when he found the clam over a President's Day weekend, he thought it would be big enough to do two servings of chowder. We were just going to do it, and I got a pop-up that's not letting me go past it. <laughs> so, so I'm going to say they didn't eat it. The clam he found over President's Day weekend, no less. It was just big enough for two servings of chowder. How they realized it was 200 years old, they still haven't specified. They brought it to a lab to confirm that it, in fact, was 214 years old. Well, actually, Rich, the age can be calculated by the number of layers on the shell, and with each layer representing a year with this. So Blaine counted 214 layers on that clam. (laughs) Getting all sciencey. Getting all sciencey. It's a quahog clam. That is a big old clam. 
Okay. Well, then, let's see. I hope they just... They, na- they named him Ming, and he was alive during the Ming Dynasty. No, no. They named him Aberclam Lincoln. Oh, then I must have went to a different, uh, <laughs> a different, a different clam. With a better pun, probably. Yeah. You know who I actually got a kick out of uh, that I stumbled on yesterday or the day before? A uh, blue polo shirt dancing guy. It's actually you from Tennessee. It looks like. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It looks like one of the one of the faculty members at our school. Have you found any videos of yourself yet dancing? No, I didn't even look. Mm. But I'm sure I went viral. I'm sure there was a. You could probably use there. apple cider vinegar with that. Apple cider vinegar. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. So my finger that was broke from forever ago that everybody said I should have went to the orthopedic surgeon for, I fixed just by putting that... Uh, Viagra. What is that thing I put on it? The splint? I put the, the finger splint on it for, you know, the solid month and then on and off for the following month. And now I just... And it hurt like the Dickens for the longest time. And then all of a sudden I realized, wow, man, my finger's not hurting anymore. I don't know exactly when it stopped. But it works. So all you naysayers that run to the hospital and doctors every time something breaks. <laughs> Nerds. We're not nerds. Self-healing. The body's a wonderful machine. It can do a lot to heal itself. It's true. See? All I need is YouTube and apple cider vinegar. But there are limits to that, including cancer. Cancer. Of the leg. <laughs> Come on. That's fine. What is what does gangrene smell like? <laughs> this dog will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he starts chewing on your toe like for reals. Yeah. And and you don't feel it? There's a good chance. <laughs> Rotted meat. Yeah. You're supposed, you know, do you know what you're supposed to put in if you have a wound like that? Maggots, because maggots will eat. All the decayed stuff. Yes. And leave the fresh skin. Yes. Good to know, Craig. Don't eat at Craig's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's Where? two weeks in a row that you've warned us. <laughs> Dog licks the plates clean. No, yeah. the kids do it in the shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I tried to find that episode of Different Strokes. My hand to God, that was a line in the show. I remember it, but I couldn't find it. What clip. was the line? Not Webster. <laughs> Gary Arnold, Arnold talks yeah. about how they only they could only afford enough hot water for washing the dishes or showering, so their mother took the dishes in the shower with her. Oh. It was definitely a line from the show. That sounds like it would be a line in that show. I actually watched the, the pilot episode just looking for clips that wound up playing the whole thing. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It wasn't in the pilot. But uh, I somebody somebody probably remembers what episode it was somewhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so the Snowmagang annual outdoor beer fest that was scheduled for this past weekend uh, was canceled because of snow. It was, oh, yeah, we talked about that before. No. This is a, this is a new uh, yeah. The Canadian Snow Fest was canceled because of snow. Now this is a winter fest that was canceled because of winter. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So there's a lot of that going around. We're getting soft as a country. You know, I kind of feel like it's a good thing the glaciers are melting because we can't handle the hey, cold. This is an Oneonta. <laughs> uh huh. That's where my daughter goes to school. Well, she didn't get to go to beer fest this weekend. Good. <laughs> she was actually away snowboarding because that's something you can do in the snow. Oh, nice. Did anybody go to the polar bear? No. I've been thinking about it that I want to do it next March. You guys, just because I'm turning 50, I want to do it just once. All right. So you decided to wait until your heart is questionable? <laughs> you no, cross that threshold, you know, you're officially on the other side of the hill. Well, I'm, I think at 40, you're officially at the other side of the hill because life expectancy is, what, 74? So. Yeah, but the technology keeps getting better. 
Yeah, does it though? Apple cider vinegar aside, yeah. <laughs> you want to stay healthy. Don't stop taking all that shit they want you to take, and you'll go well above uh, you get in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, my grandmother smoked for eighty years. There you go. Lived till ninety three. So she started when she was thirteen. She actually started before that. She started when she was nine, hey, and then quit smoking the last, for a few years. Yeah, yeah. Her, her grandfather used to ask her to grab the pouch of tobacco and the papers and roll them, and then she'd sneak enough for herself. So nice. she was rolling papers at eight or nine and then smoking besides. So no filters. And that's when tobacco was tobacco, but now it's all formaldehyde and everything like that. So it, it really always was. We just didn't have the science to test that. Science! It blinded me. Oh, no. No, it's your seeing eye dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck with that. <laughs> You've been led astray. By your own seeing eye dog. It is kind of challenging having this puppy, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I said, we go to bed at like 930. And then I set the alarm for one, so I get up and I take him out to go pee and poo and do his stuff because he's so small. And then at one o'clock, last night was the first night he didn't cry when I put him in the crate. You heard him when he was in there right now. Yeah. Like, that's what he would do. He's already out. He's sleeping. Yeah. But but when I did it last night, that's the first night I put him in the crate and he did not cry. But I threw the crate in the living room. You know, other people like, well, you have to put a crate and I'll start putting the crate in your bedroom. I'm like, I don't want the crate in my bedroom. Because I don't want to, I don't want the, my game plan is not to have the dog sleep with me. I don't want the dog in my bed. Oh, okay. That's your choice. Do your dog sleep with you guys? Yes. Okay. Yes. My, uh, Chuck Norris sleeps in my son's bed. Okay. He's got like a bed frame. Yeah. That's only like three inches high. So there's some air circulation. He's got a mattress on top of that. So Chuck Norris has no trouble with his old hips getting up there. Lady, the new, the pit bull that we got last summer sleeps in our bed and she has trouble getting up on the bed so i have to pick her up and put her in the bed uh-huh. but if we don't like if tammy goes upstairs lady follows her i don't go upstairs yet i'll hear lady barking at tammy to pick her up and put her in the bed she can't do it so if i don't get up there she's got to get up there or she's going to sleep in the closet <laughs> <laughs> but yes it's definitely a thing we've we've always let the dog sleep in our beds with us I and i like it but i just you know what ever since my head conga when he would sleep in bed with me like they just can't, he can't get close enough to you, you know? So, I mean, you're in a king-size bed, and all of a sudden I got, like, an eighth of the bed because they right. just keep pushing you and pushing I'm like, this sucks. It does. Because then I'm like, I don't want to wake him up. He's sleeping, and I'm like, oh, look at how comfortable he is, and I just keep just staying uncomfortable. I had no sleep when I had my dogs with me. Yeah, there's there's definitely limits. I mean, I, I'm a heavy sleeper, so whatever the dog's doing, for the most part, it's not going to bother me. Uh, see. If anything... I'm going to toss and turn, and one of them is going to bounce out, and sometimes that happens. And, <laughs> and they say, sorry, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, Tammy's never been bounced out of the bed, but dogs definitely have. But, no, it's never, it's never really bothered me, except in the summer when it's too warm. It's like, get the fuck off me, dog. But the dog's usually in agreement with that. He's like, yeah. no, I'm actually, I'm just going to go sleep on the floor because it's too fucking warm. Our dog um, sleeps with our daughter, but the cat, the, since patients left for college, the one cat sleeps in our bed. And that tiny little fur ball takes up a ton of space. I yeah. mean, the cat's flown in the middle of the night because I'm trying to move, and she sleeps on my side of the bed, and I'm like, I can't move my feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is the, the dog and I are sharing one-third of the bed. Tammy gets the other two-thirds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, my wife always complains, you take all the blankets. I go, you take all the mattress. It's a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> no, she gets the, all the blankets. Too. I'll tell you, the best experience I had was when I was going out of that wood, and I had I don't want to say her name when she lived here. It was nice because that she had her blanket. 
No, that was a different one. But she had her blanket and I had my blanket. So it wasn't like we had to fight for blankets. It was like a perfect, you know, you could start off together under the blankets, you know, but then you kind of just pull them apart. So I think it was brilliant to go through that. Is that where the hole in the sheet came from? Yeah. So I was gonna, or I used to have, or I would always leave, like when I went out with, with one girl who used to always steal the blankets, I would always have a blanket on the floor next to me. So I had my backup blanket. I'd wake up, the blankets would be gone, I'd put my new blanket on, and I'd call it a day. It was easier than fighting. My problem right now is that Wendy gets super hot in the night, and so she thinks I must be hot too, so she shoves all the blankets down to the end of the bed, and I freeze my ass off. <laughs> when I pull it back up, she goes, it's hot, and pushes it back down again. I'm not going through menopause. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Start leaving your own blanket on the side. I have my own blanket. You know, you can tuck it in on your side and throw it underneath the bed, yeah. and then it's just a grab away. Grab oh, yeah. And she can't steal it from it because it's tucked underneath your ass. <laughs> See, that's thinking. What else you got here, buddy? The National Park Service is putting out warnings to people uh, regarding, you know, fresh activity in the spring for bears. They uh, shared on their social media this week. If you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. <laughs> I went down to Skyline Drive down in Virginia, which runs along the Blue Ridge Mountains, and we're on motorcycles. And so we pull up to the to the National Park kiosk, and the road's open, and the guy comes out and he stops us. And he goes, I just want to let you know that it's bear rutting season, so there will be bears all around. So if like, you've been thinking about you know hooking up with a bear, <laughs> now's the time. So maybe we should turn around. <laughs> Because a bear versus a motorcycle is not probably going to be very good. I mean, a bear versus a car. You should be, be substantially faster than the bear. No, I'm talking about if they run out in front of you. Oh, no. You just avert them. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also said, identify yourself by talking calmly so that the bear knows that you are a human and not a prey animal. Hello, Mr. Bear. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to be saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay calm and remember that most bears do not want to attack. They just want to make, they just want to be left alone. Say, hello, bear. I am your good friend, Picklet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have a picnic basket? <laughs> the next one was, pick up small children immediately. Do not make any loud noises or screams. Now... If you're picking up children and there's, there's a bear, be screaming. chances are the screaming's already started. They should be, knock the kid out first. Punch your kid straight and square in the nose. Knock him out. You'll be saving his life. <laughs> uh, hike and travel in groups. Groups of people are usually noisier and smellier than a single person. Now, that's rude. Yeah, but factual. <laughs> I mean, everybody stinks a little bit if they've been on a long walk in the woods, yeah. right? You put a little effort in there. Uh, make yourself you look I'm as large as I'm lighting candles possible. in this place after you guys leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been hibernating, so... <laughs> make yourself look as large as possible by standing on higher ground if you can. Do not allow the bear to access your food. What if you just played higher ground by CV Wonder? Uh, I guess it depends on whether or not the bear's a fan of music. Uh, do not drop your pack as it can provide protection for your back and prevent a bear from accessing your food. And do not run, but if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals. So the what bears believe whole... in the stand your ground law. Yeah. Most bears are not lawyers. <laughs> what about How about the... cocaine bear? 
Cocaine Bear. I try to watch it. It might be a lawyer, actually. <laughs> that's entirely possible. That's not on An I, 80s lawyer. I keep looking for that on our channel, and I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's going to be... It's a, based on a true story. That's what I heard. It's loosely based loose, on yeah, a loosely story. That, from what I read, the real Cocaine Bear did eat cocaine and then just died. died. It didn't yeah. meet people. Yeah. But that's a better story when they put it in the movie like that. What about the zigzag? Well, I thought you had to like run, run downhill in a zigzag pattern because they can't run downhill fast. They can't turn, so it's going to keep running straight. If you run, doesn't matter what way you run. They're faster than you are. The bear is going to run you down. That's why you push your fr- slower friend down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, that's right. They said not to do that. <laughs> Unless you want to live, you know. I do the crocodile Dundee thing. I get my hands up like this and just straighten his eyes, and he knows that. We'll miss you. That means chill. Or I'll bring I'll bring Cooper with me. The Cookie Monster thing is. Stupid. I did see a video of a. Did, I, did we talk about that before? Of a lion and a dog. There was like just a domestic dog sitting there, and then they were right in Africa somewhere, and there was like a female lion there. So this dog kind of came up, and it was just it just held its own. It was like, boom! Like one swipe, one swipe, and a great. It was just. The simplest thing I've ever seen, you know, this line. If, if the dog would have ran, I mean, I'm sure it would have been more violent and the, the cat would have caught him. But he just, when he swiped him, I think he hooked him with a claw, brought him in and bit his throat. It was a matter of three seconds and the dog was done. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow. Usually I see him like going after wildebeest and stuff like that. And it takes a long time. That's like kangaroos, man. But if you see a dog stand the ground against a kangaroo, you're going to see your dog go flying. Really? Because kangaroos are bad ass, man. They don't fuck around. This is the last article, and then we'll get into the Molson Coors is appealing a national advertising division decision. I didn't know that there was a national advertising division. Is that a thing? Is that like a conglomerate of it's a title? Uh, it's a job title. Advertising, there. or is that a is that a government thing? That's a job title with uh, Molson. No, no, no. It's, it's involving other advertisers. After the organization told Molson Coors it had to stop using the phrase, light beer shouldn't taste like water, it should taste like beer, in its advertisements. Oh. Molson Coors began using the phrase in 2022, and Anheuser-Busch acted like a little bitch and took it as criticism of their beer. Because it is! They challenged the advertisement through the NAD. <laughs> ah, exactly where they got kicked. Right. The NAD looked into the issue and ruled Molson Coors had to stop using the phrase because although no specific competing light beer is identified by name in the challenged videos, NAD determined that tasting like water is a measurable attribute. Now, however, Molson Coors is appealing the decision. Following a complaint from Anheuser-Busch, the National Advertising Division asked us not to publicly state the opinion that light beer shouldn't taste like water. So... The National Advertising Division is a program under the Better Business Bureau. It provides an independent self-regulation overseeing the truthfulness of advertising across the country. If it's a division of the Better Business Bureau, it's toothless. Right. (laughs) They have no actual power. We vehemently disagree with this decision because we believe light beer should taste like beer, not water, and we are well within our right to share that belief. Which I totally agree with. Yeah. Molson, uh, Coors tastes like water, though. So, I mean, Coors Light tastes like water. Okay. It all tastes like water. It's light beer. Right. Yeah. What were you expecting? Yeah, I don't think it's any anybody in particular. They all taste like water. They all taste this similar to me. Yeah. The only time things taste different is when you get into this craft beers, you know? Right. Well, I drink mostly stouts and porters, which are very, very heavy. Yep. yep. And this is water. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> this I use this shit to rinse my glass out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's the type of beer you throw in your chili when you're making it. They may not even then. No, they use would, that to make yeah. I mean, use that to make beer batter. If you want your chili to be watery. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beer you use for chill, for your beer batter for your fish fries. That's actually the one good use for an IPA. I've had some chilies uh, Walden is makes really excellent chili, and he'll throw an IPA in it, and you can taste it. It had an IPA in it, and it's still good chili. Okay. So, if I've got an extra IPA laying around, it's going in the chili. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, Alan, tell us how they're going to get us this week. There, I put two articles on there. You can do one or both, or neither. But right. uh, <laughs> I just thought one of them was sort of poignant. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. In a whole other country, a little place called China, it has banned women from modeling lingerie online. <laughs> so women cannot have lingerie online or shopping in live streams. So you know how they're getting around that? Dudes are doing it. They got men doing it. They're doing some Shakespearean acting here, man. So now you've got the male models, and they're replacing all women in e-commerce live streams selling Chinese lingerie. So... Thank you for using the Bugs Bunny pronunciation. <laughs> there was no way that they were going to let the Chinese government take him down. And I'm not going to lie to you, the guys don't look half bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting fire with fire. I like that. Good for uh, them. Are you kidding me? They're, they're, they're skinny. They're flat-chested. They're yeah. pale. Yeah. They look like the regular models. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But now, uh, in another... Uh, I think this one's stuffing. <laughs> There's a new trend out there once in a while that now if you want a tattoo but you're really not uh, ready to uh, pull the trigger on one, uh, you can get a... Ephemeral? Huh, ephemeral. Ephemeral ink is supposed to fade within 15 months. <laughs> Don't be... It's a big word. A ghostly word. It's a ghostly word. But the company can't account for every single variable, like skin, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> so a woman named Barbara got a tattoo of a Irish ring. <laughs> and a company makes tattoos ink supposed to fade over time. They said roughly about a year. Well, this has been on there for two years, and it's, it's faded a little bit, but it's still exactly what it looks like. So uh, the regretful customer says, gone in a year? Pfft, that's a bullshit. So... Uh, Anybody who wants to get a fake tattoo or a 12-month tattoo, just understand that it has a chance of lasting forever. Just use some Sharpies and have an artistic friend. That's all. Artistic people need to do stuff, too. Oh, artistic. Oh, my gosh. You're right on both counts. Yes. But that is how they get you. Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music! More effort. That was good. <laughs> Wait. Thank you for more effort. I don't know if it was good. <laughs> Canada Watch. If you have listening pleasures, Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada 
Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, Ed Adastra? Adastra Labs has retracted its original statement, clarifying that it is not permitted to sell coca leaf, psilocybin, or cocaine to the general public. Its license only allows it to sell to others who are licensed to possess the substances. British Columbia Premier David Ebby said Thursday that he is astounded that Health Canada has granted a cannabis company the right to possess, produce, sell, and distribute cocaine. Edestra Labs in Langley, British Columbia, said in a statement that Health Canada gave it a final approval on February 17th for an amendment under its controlled substance dealer's license. Uh, Abby told a news conference on Thursday about funding for overdose prevention and mental health that if Health Canada did, in fact, do this, the federal agency did so without engaging the British Columbia government or notifying the province. The premier said the province will be contacting Health Canada for answers later. Uh, It's not part of our provincial plan, he said, uh, referring to the ongoing effort to stem the overdose death rate, which an average of more than six people dying every day in British Columbia in 2022. In a statement to CBC News Thursday night, Health Canada clarified the parameters for granting the license, saying the company is licensed to sell for scientific and medical purposes only. Uh, They cannot sell products to the general public. Decriminalization of up to 2.5 grams of drugs, including cocaine, began in British Columbia on January 31st after federal government approved the decriminalization exemption as one of the several steps to combat the crisis. British Columbia opposition leader says the move is legalizing cocaine trafficking. The CEO of Edestrada said it will evaluate how to how the commercialization of the substance fits in with its business model in an effort to position itself to support the demand for a safe supply of cocaine. Like we couldn't just go raid Colombia and get it over with. We got to settle for British Columbia. <laughs> We're already in cahoots with Colombia. Craig, when's the last time that you uh, did blinds? Never have. What a nerd. <laughs> Someone actually asked me that this weekend, and I said, I don't really... I Okay, I was surprised when I learned that some of the people that I went to school with had done it. Like, I had no idea. I knew people smoked pot, but I had no clue. Like they were doing it in school, you're saying? No, no, you didn't know or no. after, after, after school? After school. Oh. Like, I had no idea that it was that... I don't know if popular is the right word, but... Yeah, it was the, it was the party drug before Molly came along. Okay, so uh, not that I know from experience or anything. I knew a physician. I was one time in a bar, and I'm just looking, talking to this physician friend of mine, and he's looking. He's like, "You have no idea how many people in this place I've had to deal with drug overdoses." <laughs> looking around, I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "No, there's a ton of them." Yeah, I had I had no idea that any of that was was yeah. a thing until years after high school. And now that Narcan is readily available all over the fucking place for free, yeah, you're never going to know who had an overdose and who didn't. That's right. No, still not my thing. So, yeah. You can call me a nerd. It's okay. Never smoked pot either. You're just missing out there. It's perfectly natural. No Molly. Nothing like that. Nothing. Molly's not dead. Nothing. Shrooms. Nothing. LSD. Nothing. I like to get high on life and whippets. Never done whippets either. Really? Yeah. We'll do some. You ever had dental work done? No. The same thing, right? Yeah. Laughing gas. I was talking about that at work today. One of my 
coworkers was out because he's having his wisdom teeth pulled, and he only got the fucking local Novocaine. That's all I had for my no. That's sir. all I had for mine was local. Yeah. No, no, like, no. I was just so barbaric because I mean the guy's got a knee on my chest while he's just yanking my tooth out. Yeah. Like I feel like there'd be some kind of technological advancements that would come along in the days and the ages we are now, but it's not. It's just barbaric. No. Tammy just had the Novocaine when she had it done. This is a great story. <laughs> We're going to set Canada Watch aside for a minute. I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast before. So Tammy's got to get her wisdom teeth out. And she's probably going to hate me telling this story. I don't care. It's a great story. So she's got to get her wisdom teeth out. We we go to the, the, the pre-appointment where they tell you, okay, so you're going to get the gas. We're going to yank them out. It's going to take you X amount of time to recover. You need somebody to drive you, blah, blah, blah. So we go for that consult appointment. I'm like, okay, I know what to do. So... We get there. The the woman's like, okay, so she's going to get the gas. She's going to be under the anesthesia for probably like uh, 40 minutes after the procedure, which takes about 40 minutes. So you've got 80 minutes to kill. So I'm like, great. So I go out in the waiting room. And I'm like, oh, I got it over an hour. I'm going to get breakfast because we didn't eat. We came straight there. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning so you yeah. can get the procedure done and get it done. So I go around the corner to Alice's kitchen. You can get anything you want at Alice's. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. As soon as you say Alice's kitchen, kitchen is closed now. Yep. But this is just around the corner from the dentist's office. But I worked on Ridge Lee, so I know exactly where you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right, right around there. So I sit down. I get the blueberry pancakes. I get a newspaper back when, you know, that was still a thing. You can pay a newspaper for a buck. <laughs> Do they even exist anymore? I don't know. 7-Eleven has them. And I sat there and ate my breakfast, drank my coffee, read the newspaper, watching my time. Okay, it's been 60 minutes. Time for me to get back in the car, go back to the dentist's office, and be there when Tammy wakes up. Get in the car, drive to the dentist's office, and there's Tammy standing in the dentist's office parking lot, crying, drooling blood. (laughs) Now, mind you, it's dead winter. I didn't want to leave her coat unattended, so I've got her coat with me in the car. And she's standing out in the cold, bleeding and crying. <laughs> Why the That's hell horrible. would the dentist's office let her, let her just walk out, out the door? That would well, I be here's good. the thing. She got into the appointment, and the doctor said, okay, so we're going to give you the gas. And she said, how much is that? And they're like, it's like $600. How much is it for the shot? $75. I'll just take the shot. So now her recovery time has been cut in half. She can just have this, the teeth pulled. And as soon as they're out... They kick her out the door because uh-huh. right? her husband's here. So, or maybe it had been boyfriend at the time. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if it was pre or post wedding, but it, she went through with the wedding either way. So, um, so <laughs> she gets in the car. I'm like, what the hell are you doing out in the parking lot? You're supposed to still be unconscious. She's like, I got my. <laughs> and she just throws a piece of paper at me. Well, it's the fucking painkiller prescription, prescription that we have to go fill so she can take the first dose. They didn't give her one. Oh, that's funny. What the fuck? They didn't give her one? They didn't give her one. And the Novocaine's wearing off. Oh, man. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, you know, we, we go get the pill. We get her home. Get her settled in. It was, it was just terrible. Those blueberry pancakes are really fucking good. Yeah. Moral of the story, (laughs) get the blueberry pancakes from Alice's Kitchen. And always get the fucking gas. And don't change the plan after it's been initiated without telling the other person. How long was she outside for? At least 10, 15 minutes. Holy shit. I would have walked back into the waiting room. Yeah. 
Well, here's the thing. <laughs> she was a biohazard at that they, time. They couldn't the, allow her back in. The dentist always says, all right, so you should be numb now. If you feel anything, you let me know. Okay? Right? Right. right. Okay. So the dentist is yanking and yanking and yanking. She goes, uh, you know, it's, it's been a while. He's been working at it. And she goes, uh, I, I can kind of feel that. He goes, I'm almost done. And he just keeps going. So she's not only it's wearing off while she's still in the procedure, then they just kick her outside. <laughs> so suffice to say, we didn't we don't go to that dentist anymore. I'll tell you right, that. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Damn, those were good blueberry pancakes. <laughs> now I'm in the mood for blueberry pancakes. <laughs> and I'm gonna get like maybe a raspberry syrup to put on to represent the blood that was coming out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a little raspberry jelly on the toast yeah. on the side. <laughs> Anyway. Tammy, I'm sorry you had to go through that traumatic experience. You can cut that to earlier in the show, and then we'll go back to Canada. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? No, I like I liked the uh, the separation. The organic feel to it. Me too. I didn't feel any organics. What? Yeah. Very organic. In other news, the Toronto chef has been fine-tuning McDonald's Chicken Big Mac for two years, leading up to its upcoming national launch on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. If I remember taking a bite of it and thinking, wow, this is a Big Mac, but it's a little bit different, said McDonald's senior manager, Jeff Anderson. Naturally, the foundational features of the sandwich were locked in at an early stage. The notorious Big Mac sauce, toasted sesame seed bun, tangy pickles, and a slice of processed government cheese. It's Canada's processed. It's processed processed government cheese. We knew that we had to keep the identity, but how do we integrate the chicken part of it into that? It's a lot of pre-work that comes into this before we make something that goes to market. As the corporation's headquarters in Toronto, at the corporation's headquarters in Toronto, he dove into recipe development daily. The nuances of cook time, the compositions of building the sandwich, and evaluating how the ingredients fit together, all that and some minimum wage schlub is going to slap it all together yeah. and put the button in upside down and throw it in a bag for you. <laughs> <laughs> Before joining McDonald's, he was trained as a chef at the Culinary Institute of Canada and worked at restaurants in Toronto and Halifax. The inspiration for swapping beef to chicken actually came from customers who've been hacking the Big Mac, the chicken Big Mac, for years, as Anderson puts it. They were either taking the crispy chicken out of another sandwich and placing it in the Big Mac, or in reverse, taking the special sauce and smearing it on a chicken sandwich. A year ago, the Chicken Big Mac launched in the United Kingdom and sold out in less than two weeks before testing the waters in the United States over the summer. As for whether the results will be as positive in Canada, time will tell next week when the new menu line uh, tomorrow comes out. Uh, we're excited to hear the feedback. I think it's a winner, Anderson said. I think that would be good. I had Burger King today for lunch, uh -huh. and I want to say that the prices have gone up considerably, but the portions have diminished considerably. Uh, Shrinkflation. Uh, right? It's terrible. Like a large fry is something that I, I looked at and I go, that's a large fry? It's like a small fry, what yeah. small fries used to be. There's, there's a sandwich at Wendy's now that's exactly the opposite. It's got a hamburger patty, a chicken patty, and a piece of chicken breast on one sandwich. Oh. Mm. It's nuts. Hmm. I don't know who the hell would order that. I feel but like that's something I would get. It's all the protein you need for the day. Yeah. So Wendy's has got the meats. Huh. You, no. <laughs> you are having delusions of grandeur right now. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is that like foreplay for you? Is like asking her if she wants the meats? No. no. Pull up to the next window. 
<laughs> Do you want fries with that? Yeah. Baby. <laughs> In other news, uh, the Central Okanagan School District asked families to keep their children home from South Kelowna. Kel- Kelowna? Kelowna. South Kelowna Elementary School Monday due to a visit from an unexpected guest, a raccoon. In a statement, the school district said staff discovered the animal had entered the building. The district said conservation officers were called in to trap and remove it, but it climbed up into the space between the ceiling tiles and the ceiling, making it impossible for officers to reach it. Well, he just got him freed from a railroad track, so... His schmads were on the railroad track. He's probably yeah. the same guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's just having a run of bad luck, isn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he's made it this far. Yeah. Uh, due to the risk posed to the staff and students of the, if the wild animal felt cornered, staff took steps to keep people and the animal safe, the district said in a written statement. However, the school district said conservation officers and staff were eventually able to guide the animal out of the ceiling space and out through a back door and into a grinder before lunchtime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The district said families were notified to keep their children at home as soon as possible, but children who did show up would be transferred by school bus to Canyon Falls Middle School, where they don't belong, uh, (laughs) about five kilometers away. Uh, Raccoons have been known to bite. Last June, aggressive raccoons attacked two Metro Vancouver residents and their dogs. Meanwhile, the school district says its staff will work with conservation officers and pest control professionals to ensure the school is safe and clean after the unexpected visit. And that's what happened in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I always have a website for you. I always have a website. Yeah, I didn't do any I don't always remember either. to pull it up before you ask, but I always have one. <laughs> uh, this week's website is cocainebearmovie.com. <laughs> no, it's not. Universal paper clips. <laughs> We're going to do fabdream.art. That's www.fabdream.art. The intersection of art and technology. Ooh, there's something Egyptian here. What are they doing? Evolution of art. Deconstruction. Human evolution. They have articles and wallpapers and prints. Yeah. So this is the website of Fabio Camparelli, a digital artist based in Switzerland who's driven by a passion for creating beautiful and inspiring visuals. As a self-taught artist, he has always been fascinated by the endless possibilities that technology offers for creative expression. Oh, impressive. So it's all digital art. It's really cool. I was watching the Egyptian one. Now it's changed into something that doesn't look Egyptian. Oh, I see what they're doing. That's cool. So cool. And he's got NFTs. Oh, they're the greatest. I had one. It was awesome. <laughs> Doing an NFT of my thumb. They're huge. Fabdream.art. Check it out. This is cool. Fascinating to watch. He's got merch. He's got T-shirts that you can buy. Oh, coming soon. Different prints and wallpapers. Tutorials. They probably cost. I'm How sure. to navigate my website. Yeah. He's got one wallpaper on here. I guess it's a work in progress. And you can buy it for $5.00. 5.9 pounds, or you can right-click <laughs> and, and click Save Image As. Sometimes they don't let you do that. Crazy. Sometimes the right-click is disabled. It isn't. Ah, so there you go. Check it out, fabdream.art. There's some really fascinating stuff to watch. Anyway, this week for Shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Have a great week, everybody. Cooper Cooper the Super Pooper. <laughs> 
Rich. Good night. Walden, and I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week.